Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Who Pod. My name is Blair Beveridge, and thank you for once again tuning in. On this week's show, we got a double feature for you. We have Welshie and we have Zazu. Now, Welshie and Zazu are coming to us from Germany and Wales, and uh, they are hilarious, just flat out hilarious. Uh, we talk about Doctor Who on this one, and I actually misspoke. I, at one point during this podcast, say that the first Doctor chose to leave Doctor Who. That's not necessarily the case. Uh, the first Doctor had problems learning his lines, and his contract was up, so they had to come up with regeneration on a way of changing the actor. And I thought it was brilliant. So anyway, errata for the episode. I misspoke on that. But we talk about other things. We talk Big Bang Theory and the controversy that some people love it and some people absolutely hate it. And we have a split opinion amongst us, which was pretty cool. Uh, these guys are absolutely hilarious. They're great. Uh, so let's just dive into it, shall we? Hoopod number 54 with the one and only Zazu and Welshi. So it's, it's early for you guys or late. Which one do you prefer? I'm okay with a bit early. I mean, I don't normally go to bed till 2 o'clock anyway, so it's fairly early for me. Very good. What time is it there? 2 a.m. for me. Well, 2.10. Oh, that's that's just normal bedtime. Yeah, it's not so bad. Yeah, it's fine. No problem. Yeah. One hour later over here. We're used to it. We're used to it because we like to watch Felicia, and sometimes Felicia used to stream, you know, fairly early for us, so it's, it's kind of used to it. That's a fair point. That PST time zone is not very friendly to the Eurohumans. <laughs> it happens. Uh, well, welcome to the next episode of the Hoopod, guys. We got two Eurohumans uh, joining us from two different countries. We have from Germany, Zazu. Welcome, Zazu. Hi. <laughs> and from, I'm going to... Look at my notes before saying the wrong place. <laughs> Wales. I was going to say it and I should have just said it. From Wales, we have Welshie. Welcome, Welshie. Hello. How are we all? all? Right. Uh, pleasure we... to speak to you all, by the way. Pleasure to speak to you all in person. Oh, it's our pleasure for sure. <laughs> the best Absolute pleasure. In the world. <laughs> I know. I thought, <laughs> when we started, I'm like, I'm just going to name him Pippin from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. that. Pippin breakfast. sounds good. <laughs> We were even talking about second breakfast and everything. Could you say, could you please say, yeah, could you totally say, what about second breakfast, please? It will make my day. <laughs> Me? Yes, mm -hmm. you! Oh, what about second breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I missed something. Oh, it's a simple <sighs> thing. I missed something as well, sister. What you, where, where, I think we oh, both yeah, missed something. Lord of the Rings, my friends. Lord of the Rings. Um, we, we have this episode's title now, Second Breakfast. <laughs> Second Breakfast, right off the bat. We got it. Nailed it. Uh, well, thank you guys for staying up late to join us here today. Um, first of all, Welshie, pronounce the yes. name of that, that city that we all butchered. Oh, that one. That was so hard. No. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm used to it. I'm from no, South Wales. You like have to have three tongues. You have to have three tongues to pronounce it properly. It's easy. You... It's amazing. <laughs> We're used to it. We're brought up to it in school. If you don't say that in school, you're basically kicked out of the school. You know, it's. That's the test, is it? Yep. Can you say so this word? No yeah. Because like English doesn't have anything. They have anti-disestablishmentarianism, and I believe anyone could probably say that. You, you probably just heard that for the first time, and you could probably say that. Uh, not a lot of them, though. Anti-dish establishment yeah, Anti-dish-establishmentarianism. I think it's the longest word in the English language. I don't know. Mm. It was at one For point. For now. For now. 
Um, but yeah, no, you're you're uh, the Welsh language. Um, lots of double letters. Lots of uh, what yeah. <laughs> going on? <laughs> and I and I grew up in a Scottish family with a very like my 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 uncle and grandmother a thick Glaswegian brogue, and I sometimes yeah. hear Welsh people, and I was like, hmm? <laughs> come again. <laughs> What did you say? Yeah. Did, mind you, I'm like that with people from Newfoundland, and that's in Canada. So there, there are there are fun accent down here. Uh, one, we have a human who's actually from Newfoundland. She came all the way to Toronto for Fan Expo this year, Christine, um, which was awesome, absolutely awesome. Nice. Um, and as the time went on and she got more and more used to us, the the, the newfie started coming out. So uh, I'll I'll let her discuss that amongst her own time. Nice. <laughs> it's not for me. Uh, so. Um, Zazu, what is it that uh, you do uh, with your days normally? With my days? Um, yeah, I wrote something in the form about my my studies, my my second job. It's um, a tier chiropractica. It's like yeah, medical healthcare for animals, pets, dogs, cats, uh, and so wow. on. But um, it's without chemical medication. It's oh. um, more like natural healthcare with homeopathics and totally plants. for all that natural stuff. Love it. Yeah, exactly. It's basically the same, but lighter way for chronic diseases for older pets or stuff like that. That's what. Well, I that's pretty cool, especially with somebody who has got a now an older cat and. I mean, I am. I am. We're taking her to the vet a lot more than I would like to, and, and every time we go, it's new and new chemicals. And um, I'm, I'm starting to just question, like, she's got to be a petri dish at some point. Um, mm -hmm. it, it can't be good. So um, I, I, I haven't thought of that before when it came to my pets, but uh, I, I have been recently, and it's. Um, I could probably learn a lot from you. Um, in, in regards to this, but that's pretty cool. That's good. That's good stuff. And I think Terrell, you, you this is kind of your jam, right? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, no, no. We, I mean, we've got doctors in the family, but we're also very all for the homeopathic kind of route mm -hmm. because I find any time I have sort of medicine, it actually makes me sicker. So um, yeah, natural all the way. Yeah, I found that a lot of Americans don't know a lot about homeopathic, so they don't. I think there's <laughs> a lot to do over there, and um, yeah, it's it's pretty common here in Germany these days. It, it's present here, but uh, I I I think the overarching opinion of most people is that it's it's not real. It's just something that um, I, I'm really gonna stereotype on this. Uh, so I'm just explaining stereotyping. It's like it's just something hippies do because they think mm. of crazy stuff so that that's that's kind of unfortunately the the uh the reputation it still has around here one of my wife's best friend is a homeopathic doctor locally and um you know he he does a lot for a lot of people so uh, i'm definitely more open to it than a lot of people i know and and and, and associate with but uh, uh yeah it's definitely got a poor reputation over here still for sure absolutely mm, and i okay. and i joey you being in america would probably speak better to this yeah, I mean, the only time I ever heard of uh, homeopath, well, not the only time, but when I was first introduced to it, um, was the pilot episode of Charmed, where Phoebe's <laughs> trying to 
piss Prue off to the point of like using her power and she's like blah 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 I'm not exactly in a homeopathic mood right now because she keeps trying to tell her about the green tea when she's looking for Tylenol and then when I looked it up I was like oh interesting so what I've found is that homeopathic is used a lot more in the states of um, like beauty regimen and and self health uh, uh, alternatives as opposed to uh, for animals, like there's there's some here in the states uh, for homeopathic remedies for animals, but not probably as prevalent as what uh, Zazu uh, deals with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very looked down upon here in Australia as well. Like Australia hates chiropractors, even there's a terrible stigma, and I think Blair can attest just how wonderful chiropractors and osteopaths are, as I can my late grandfather. But um, yeah, I it, it's my neck again stigma, because of I think. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, Europe is a lot more progressive with that kind of stuff. Like, they're a lot more open to all those sort of alternative ways. Mm. So I'm all for it. I think in general, Europe is just a lot more progressive, period. Like, uh, exacting change in North America, at least, is... It's always it's like a glacier moving. It's no There's a lot of people that are holding so dearly on to that... that uh, um, this is the way it was when I was a kid, so I don't want things to change. You know, it's and you know North America runs so many of the world's economies that we unfortunately kind of drag the rest of the world around us down. Like public transit in at least where I am is a joke, and you go anywhere in Europe and you just they, all the excuses that I hear here is like, oh, it's so expensive, and you know we're going to displace so many people, and I'm like, you go anywhere in Europe, they have so much more density than they do in anywhere in at least Canada, I can't speak for the US. Um, they are more inconvenienced, but they understand the value of it. They, they have zones where you're not allowed to drive cars. They're just, they're just a lot more forward thinking on how to deal with population. And, and I just honestly feel the North American perspective is, oh, we'll just spread out more. You know, we'll just claim more land. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll hope go it all Mars. goes away. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so while she tell me about some of the the Eurohuman uh, meetups, I, I have always been quite interested oh, in these. The first one I think was May 2015 when we went to see Felicia. Um, first trip to Europe, of course, MCM Comic Con, and it was all new to us. We hadn't met each other. We were hooking up on the GNS forums. Let's let's meet up here. Let's do this. Let's do that. And we spent the first hour just wandering around the con, and we were trying to get Felicia's attention. You know, it's it's us. Let's you know, can we come and see you and and eventually she went and we thought we'd lost the opportunity. Zazu goes off with Kathy because she'd been up for... How long have you been up for this? About 14 hours at that time? Yeah. About that long. So she goes off and then Kite Dance, another human, said, um, I think uh, I think I just saw her over there. So we went out the back door. Lo and behold, Felicia Day getting ready to go. And we're like, oh, how lucky is that? So bumped into her, managed to have a quick chat with her. She was an absolute star as well because she'd been signing autographs for goodness knows how long and she stayed for an extra oh god 10-15 minutes chatting to us I think and we got a picture and we had a flag for T-Girl and it was ah oh, it was awesome but they're also a little bit chaotic as well at times so yeah I, I believe Maya had a, a, a very uh, similar story she saw her and she was like oh I don't want to be creepy <laughs> idea and I was like oh that, that's tough I mean for, we were really lucky it was I never got to go to her book signing up here in Toronto and so this last fan expo when she was there she was very accessible like she was yeah. sitting at a table that anyone could could walk up to and um, she loved humans she definitely kind of you know pulled us out and, and made us feel a lot 
Yes. Really special, like really super special compared to the other fans of hers. You know, it's not that she treated her other fans uh, poorly, but she recognized us. She knew us by name. Um, she saw the shirts and her eyes lit up. And and the power of that with somebody we all admire greatly is just so, it, it's just so gratifying when you get to, to be a part of that. And, um, and I, you know, I thank the work that she does with us, um, knowing that we're fans and she treats us so well. And Ryan is just as cool you know i mean ryan's a little bit more accessible when when you get to be in the same place as he is he's, he's not as recognizable but he just rocks out like he's his heart is pure human and um i absolutely think the pair of them are just two of the finest people there are on this planet so totally agree and the thing is it, it's an overstated thing but she is exactly in real life as she is on screen people sometimes think oh are yeah. they that nice she genuinely is you'll talk to it and she will talk to you she, you don't feel like you're being rushed. She will just, you know, have a chat with you. As silly as it sounds, it's just a chat. And it's like, wow, that's cool. And it's, it was great. We crammed, I think, how many? 15 humans? Got my picture there. About 15 of us were in this photo booth, you know, because you pay to have your photo taken. And right, right. She was like, yeah, come on, all of you in. And there's 15 of us crammed in. The photographer's like, <laughs> oh, my God, they're still coming. Yeah, I, think, I think we met how many... I got it. How many European humans we met? I think we met 18 or 19? About 18 of them. That's the picture I got yeah. framed because it was awesome. Oh, that is That's that a is great photo. Phenomenal. I loved that's, it. And that's that's on the forums and whatnot? Have you, did you send that in to Joey for, for, for videoing? I think we did it in one of the uh, ones. I don't know if we did it this year because we tend to send this every year and it's like, okay, it's, it's getting old now. We need to get another picture. But <laughs> so, it's awesome. So. I'll, I'll throw this out there. Um... I did get a lot of submissions for this year's video, um, but I was, I, was, I was short by about 45 seconds worth, and I'm like, oh god, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? I'm like, wait, I still have everything from last year, so I, to, I went and dipped in there, and I'm like, oh, we're going to grab some of the good stuff out of this one, too. Here we go, here we go. Because last year's video, like, there was so much content submitted and available that I was like, oh my god, I don't have, I'm not gonna be able to fit all the pictures. So that was what came about the 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 Marvel title in last year's video for Toronto Gal. So every, everybody's photo showed up for about two frames. <laughs> I was just like, I like, I like crap. I feel kind of crappy about that, but I was like, you know what? This year we're gonna we're gonna use a bunch of that for this video, so everybody gets yeah. their moment again. And uh, yeah. So I, I, it may, I think it got, I want to say it got in there, but I can't remember. There's so, I'm still awesome so tired video. from all that editing. Awesome video, Joey. I got to say. <laughs> great job. Just great job. Don't, don't sweat it. You yeah, absolutely. Job. Absolutely. Looked at it and it was just the, the Vincent Price Vaughn thing at the start and just <laughs> oh, the way. How good it was, was just, that? It was oh. awesome. It was epic. You've outdone yourself. I don't know as how always. you're going to top it next year. Seriously. That that <laughs> intro was phenomenal. Like from like all the way up until, and, and this is I, I, sorry, Tierlin. It's just a natural transition point. All the way up to Tierlin's saxophone solo. I was just <laughs> blown away. I blown now away. for people who saw how crappy that was, I sent that as a bit of a joke to Blair and Joey in our private message. I love it. And next it. thing I know. <laughs> I still love it. She doesn't it even. So she's never ridiculous. seen Star Wars. She pull, She blows the dust off her saxophone and plays a Star Wars melody for us. Like that's amazing. Yeah. I just it was wish the I worst. Had the and I've got a leaky key. I can't hit the high G. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing my little Hogwarts shirt and. <laughs> Loved it. I love every second of that. Um, Zazu, why don't you tell us a little bit? Of... <laughs> Zazu, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your. Uh, 
more geekier passions. I, I believe that you're you're a fan of Mr. Whedon. I am, uh, especially a Buffy fan. I would say I love all all of his work, but Buffy is still special for me. I started watching when I was I don't know sixteen, I think. Really important question: Are you Team Angel or Team Spike? <sighs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I am Team. Buffy alone, I yes, guess. I think you. she's just written the way that she just isn't made for for a relationship at this point. So yeah, I, if I, I had, I'm, to I'm Team Spike. I, I didn't like <laughs> yeah. any of them. I really didn't. Like Angel was probably the closest for me. Uh, Riley's dead last, and well, uh, Angel just run away run away all the time from her so yeah he, he, he wasn't a good boyfriend like he, he he was he was more of an equal in my opinion but he wasn't really like, he was actually a pretty bad boyfriend um yeah um spike cared the most i think personally but spike and buffy weren't exactly good for each other i think <laughs> <laughs> towards um, the end because i'm watching season seven now like season six was so unhealthy but you yeah. see it grow to a not so much a sexual relationship and more of this real trust and bond and yeah and it's I think Joss Whedon felt the same because um I think in the comics he keeps trying to push Spike and Buffy together still I think that's all from his Mm -hmm. end I think yeah what I liked about in the Angel show is when they like both try to race off to see her and of course Sarah's not even in the episode and I thought that was a great end to it saying no you both are her past she has no interest in you guys and I thought that was a good way of of having that character sail off into the TV sunset if you will Um, but uh, I I guess the question I have to ask now is uh, and this can be to both of you because I think you both put on here that you're Buffy fans how do you feel about these Joss accusations from his ex-wife? I haven't uh, heard any, to be honest. Yeah, this is news no. to me. What's going news on? To me, sorry. Really? Oh, I'll Gerald, let you explain, you Blair. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, I'll let you go for it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay, I, I'm... I'm... <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll give the down. basic and you can uh, elaborate. Okay, so essentially his ex-wife has just come out. They divorced a couple of years ago, I believe. And she's come out saying that uh, he cheated on her like 16, 17, 89, 20 times. And that he's not really a feminist, as it were, because he kind of allegedly used women and would sleep with them and... Yeah, kind of like that. But Blair, I'll let you elaborate a bit. Better. Well, no, there's not really. I I don't know the ins and outs of it, but the 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 short version of it is that he's not the the feminist hero that everybody has made him out to be. He he's, you know, he 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 doesn't always practice what he preaches, and uh, this has come out. And and I I'm actually listening to the um the Sunnydale, uh, study group podcast, and and in particular, Chris Bermonti is having a tough time wrestling with it. Um, I think you know both of the you know both uh, Omar and, and Chris had put Joss up on that pedestal of someone to aspire towards, and then you know they hear these accusations that he's not the man that they thought he was, and their world kind of got shattered a little bit, and um, they're they're I I you can they're they're struggling with it. Um, I guess for me, I'm almost not surprised, but at the same breath, saddened because you know he he has at least publicly always seemed to be that you know, good, strong feminist uh, face, but um, 
anyway, um, so the accusations are obviously tough to hear for some. Um, and, you know, accusations are, are not proof or they'd be called proof. So um, take that as you will. Yeah, well, just... I think um, that he still... I mean, it won't change the fact that he created something that was so important for so many Agree. women and uh, people in general. So what he did in his private life uh, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> uh, won't yeah. change that. So I guess nobody's perfect. And even if he slept with someone, <laughs> I don't know, uh, it won't change the fact that uh, he created great stuff that's important to many yeah. people and so that won't change my my view Will you Welshie? Yeah, about the same, I mean personal life, work life it's it's, diff it's it's sad if these accusations are true, I suppose that's the overwhelming thing, sadness, just really sad if it is true, but what what he's, the role models he's created, like, I mean, Kaylee from Firefly, what, uh, um, Gina Torres' character, oh goodness uh, Zoe I mean, powerful, strong women. I mean, she's, I loved her. She was great. You know, her and Wash, what a fantastic couple. Uh, Willow, Tara, they're just all fantastic. And as, as I was saying, you know, it's what it's, Anya. what it stood for, Anya. what it still stands for, and what it, uh, it's, it's great. Well, I, I mean, for me, it's a couple of things. First of all, you should never put any human on a pedestal because there's just no way anyone can live up to that. Um, and secondly, I guess it, it comes down to do people separate, you know, their art or their business, as you stated it, from, from who they are? Are they two separate entities or are they one and the same? Um, for me, they've always been separate entities. Um, I grew up, one my favorite musician growing up was Michael Jackson. He was a freaky dude. I didn't agree with a lot of his life choices, but his, as a musician, I thought he was a genius. Um, yeah. And for me, I have, from a young age, learned to make that separation. Um, but I think everybody has their lines, right? And and when that artist actually crosses one of your personal lines, then it bleeds over, I, I think. I, I mean, if I had seen Michael Jackson kick a cat, yeah, then I don't like Michael Jackson anymore because that's a line mm. for me. Um, but I, and I, and I just you know everybody I guess has their their own personal lines and and like I I have some friends that you know the thought of uh, a husband or or even a wife cheating is like the most disgusting thing they've ever thought of so they actually have written them right off because of even even though it's just an accusation so anyway sorry to go a little deep on that one no um, I think you summed up my thoughts really well yeah. Um, I see on here another show that I actually also really loved and I kind of hope would come back one day and that's as my cat's named after Xena the warrior princess. Why don't you talk to us about you can start Zazu, talk to us about Xena. Um well I was a Xena at yeah, since I was fifteen, I think. I um created a German forums <laughs> for Xena, Herc and Legend of the Seeker, the world um, of Rob Tappert and Sam Raimi. Um, and yeah, I met a lot of friends through that series and it still means a lot to me in the sense of, yeah, the, the same as Joss' work with feminism and a lot of deep themes that are underrated until today, I think because most people think it's just a 
trashy 90s show, but <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was great. So I, I always liked the action in it. You know, it was I, I liked I liked Hercules as well, but I actually preferred the action in Xena. Um, you know, given the choice, but the pair of those shows are really. <clears throat> They, they, they were really entertaining to me and, and I really enjoy I love the world um, correct me if I'm wrong on this one Terrell I think they filmed in New Zealand yeah um, yeah I'm not too sure about that one okay well Zazu <laughs> Zazu will know I promise you that <laughs> she is <laughs> a wikia and to me at least from someone who's never been New Zealand looks like the most beautiful place on the planet so um, I, I, was, I always just enjoyed it aesthetically and, and uh, how about you, Welshie? What does Xena mean to you? Xena, I'll be honest, until I met Zazu, I hadn't watched Xena. Never. But it was important to her, so what's important to my big sister is important to me, so I started watching it. And it's, it's, it's the writing. i got to say, I love quality writing, and I think Zazu's the same. We love uh, the way it's written. The, it doesn't have to be like um, a massive story arc. It's just the subtle, like the way Xena and Gabby's relationship is. It doesn't have to be physical all the time it's just the subtle ways of giving someone a cutch or a, a cutch is like a welsh hug by the way um <laughs> getting a bit of the welsh lingo here um and we just deal with tierland on a weekly talking. basis don't worry about oh, it <laughs> <laughs> fantastic you'll be used to welshisms then it's great it's but just just uh, the continuity as well because same with buffy great continuity throughout the storyline yeah. it's it was just brilliant and it one thing I loved about it is it finished after, personally speaking, I mean, it finished after season six, and that's why I liked about Felicia with the Guild, because a lot of people were clamoring for that to come back and do another series, but I respect her so much for saying, no, stop at season six, I want to write other things, because it just ended perfectly, just with Xena, just stopped. If you you know, know, I remember watching that last scene in season six, and she filmed it, and I'm like, "Wow, that would have been a great last scene." Not knowing that it actually was the last scene, because she, she's when 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 Felicia really wants to hold a secret, that girl, man, <laughs> she yeah. can do it. I, like nobody saw that, at least that I know coming, and I'm just like, "That'd be the greatest last scene," and it was just like, "Oh shit, it is the last scene." Well. I, I, I call it the great you know a great last scene I can't complain um, I would love to, to know more about the characters you know moving forward but I do I do think that she's right that the medium that she's been working in is is is, is done um, you know I mean it, to move her career forward to move everyone's career forward you, you can't keep just doing the same thing and six years on a web series I mean that's impressive in, in anywhere most of the best web series I know get three years max um, and to do six was just unbelievable. And quality throat. The way the first series was yeah. shot in a garage, wasn't it? And just yeah. the, yeah. I just I a lot of series go on too long. I might be again personal opinion here. The likes of Supernatural. What are we on season eighteen now? I just <laughs> don't. You know, we me and Zazu were my sister was saying, you know, they're going to be fighting in the Zimmer frames. You know, it's time to. Again, maybe I'm not popular saying that because there's a lot of Supernatural fans. Fair enough. It's a great show. But yeah, I'm a huge fan, but I mind. agree. It's it's 13 years, and I love it, and I love the eye candy and the stories, but you can tell sometimes they're scrambling around for a few oh, ideas. No, no, yeah, no offence to your fella. Is it Jens, Jensen, or is the other one you like? Can't remember. Oh, yeah, my boy. Yeah, Jensen Ackles. Yeah. No, I saw him first, Terlin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'll fight you for him. They right, work fine. in my okay, country. Okay. You both lose. Okay, I'll tell um, you what. You can have, you can have Jensen... 
All right, and I'll take Jared, but he'll be dressed up as Nightwing because I would have rathered him to be Nightwing instead of whoever it was that they chose. I'm like, whatever, whatever. I don't, I don't, you can have Jared. I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take okay. the most. <laughs> um, I, I, I saw something here, and it's, it's a question I wanted to ask. I want to go across the board. We'll start with Walshie. Um, opinion on the Big Bang Theory? Um, I liked it when it started. I did enjoy it. It was fun. It was there were some cool references. There was some fun guest characters. But it's another one though that's gone on a bit too long. I, uh, it was okay when it started, but now I don't watch it. Joey. Um. Well, that's a <laughs> it's thing. a rant coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's fine. Like I actually expected this, so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know in this silence we got to prepare for the rant. <laughs> so my my thoughts with with Big Bang are, I absolutely love it. I love how the characters have transitioned and grown, and they're, in a lot of ways they're still showing that they're growing because you know a bunch of them are getting married uh, at the end of last season. Sheldon proposed. I have not watched the premiere of this season, so everybody shut up. <laughs> I don't want to know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm watching it tonight. Um, but it's just shown a lot of different things. It's exposed a lot of different geek cultures and whatnot. Like I'll never forget in the earlier seasons, uh, in the original comic shop, they had uh, posters and cutouts from the game I used to play, City of Heroes and City of Villains, and being so excited to see one of the the, the background characters wearing the, the the you know the T-shirt. So for me. I'm probably still going to continue watching it no matter what, but if you dip back to Supernatural, I'm on. I'm, I'm getting across that fence now where I'm like, okay, I love the show and everything, but let's end it on a high note. Let's not drag it out too much further. If they mm-hmm. ended it at like, if they end it at like season 15, like I'd be okay for them to go that far. That's the furthest I would be okay with them going. But they've already broken records on CW now, yeah, it so it's like, like <laughs> it's time to go. It was kind of like a Seinfeld. I think they were offered $5 million an episode to continue on, and Jerry Seinfeld was the one who said, no, I don't want to be one of those sitcoms that just kind of fades out and loses fans, and then they're forced to cancel. He went, no, let's end it while we're at our peak. And I think that's why Seinfeld, at least for me and a lot of other people, was just legendary. It, there's not one bad episode. Well, maybe the beginning, but it got really good after season three. <laughs> How about Big Bang? Tara, what do you think? Oh, I hate it. Absolutely hate the Big Bang. I'm sorry to any fans. It's, I'm sorry, Joey. I just, I don't find it funny. And I saw this thing on Facebook the other day. It was um, a big analysis of how it isn't actually funny. And it pretty much just hit the nail on the head for me. I, I don't, I just don't get it. I think there's a lot of puns, which I'm not a big fan of either. But um, surely I'm not the only one here who doesn't like it. Surely. Well, the thing is, too, and okay, we're all on even ground here, so don't read into this <laughs> the way that, it, that it's going to come out at Uh-oh. first. So I feel like your demographic is just right under it now because like from when it, when it started to where it is now it's kind of just under where the show was originally targeted at so it's oh do you mean like not, age wise right it's, it's a lot of the yeah. content now is not targeted at somebody in your age group 
where it would have been at the very beginning. And some people do Maybe. overanalyze about like, you know, he so he made a joke about Thundercats. Well, you know, there's some diehard Thundercats fans out there who happen to find something mm-hmm. funny. And then you have somebody who's not a, more of a geek like Penny and she makes a, a joke about Game of Thrones and she's like, oh, it's got dragons and boobs. I watch it all the time. It, I think it's meant for a specific audience and not everything is for oh, everybody. Definitely, yeah. Just like, you know, and I think it's, there are people it's who praise Iron of... Fist and I frankly think it sucks. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, I think it's the me. same. Because Chuck Lorre did it, Two and a Half Men. That's another... It, yeah. oh, I that's could not stand huge. that. And it's the same creator. How about you, Zazu? What's your thoughts on Big Bang Theory? Well, I like it. I um, I don't hate it like most people who... And I understand the criticism with it's making fun of geeks and stuff but I think that I would consider myself a geek and I think you have to be able to make fun of yourself from time to time if it's not really hurting anyone so I think you can watch it as a fun show you don't have to take it too seriously and I I love some characters like I like Amy a lot I like Mayim a lot and um, yeah it's it's not the best show in the world, but right. I like it. I think it's funny. No, and it's I, not the worst. <laughs> I, I, I have a mix of a lot of the things I've heard tonight. The reason I ask this because I usually get one side or the other very strongly. Like I would say if I took everyone in my work, and I work in a software developing company, split down the middle of people who like it and people who absolutely hate it. Um, and and the, I, I think Joey really had a strong point saying that it is really kind of focused on the 30 plus demographic I'll say maybe even higher than that like it I am right in the middle of their target zone when it comes to a lot of their references and a lot of their jokes and I completely agree with Zazu when it comes to you want to make fun of me fine you got to laugh at yourself before you have the right to laugh at anyone else that's that's always been my personal opinion but to go back to what the rest of you guys are saying I thinking the show is run out of ideas how many times can you have Sheldon be a complete social moron um and, and what, as much as they do move the story forward, and I'll tell you, the girls have really saved it the last few years. Uh, Bernadette, Amy, um, and, and Penny have really carried the show, specifically Bernadette and Amy, over the last couple of years, in my opinion. The guys have played out. Um, they've matured. They've, you know, most of them have matured. But the character of Sheldon keeps taking one step forward and two steps back, and it's starting to actually bother me that somebody is just that, like, gone. I mean, he's clearly seeing the things he needs to do to mature at this point. And he's he's going, oh, I'll do one of those things, but then I'm going to go back here and do what I used to do. And, and maybe that's just him being true to his character, but I think the show has to evolve Sheldon and then close the doors. I, I really do, because that's really the last piece of the puzzle for me. Young Sheldon, zero interest. I have Shame. no interest in that show at all. It looks like the worst pilot that got green-lighted in the history of pilots who have been green-lighted to me. I absolutely have no interest in that. Okay. Um, talking about shows that are... Lo- killer. <laughs> All right. Um, um, but I was going to transition. I was wondering if anyone else wanted to speak. And I was... Anyway. Um, Speaking of a show that's been around forever, but still doesn't have that feel, and it's it's sitting here on Welshie's sheet, and one that I watch is Doctor Who. Now, I think I think the greatest thing that happened to Doctor Who was the first Doctor decided he didn't want to do the show anymore. 
Um, and they just were like, well, how do we fix this? And they came out with this mechanic that was amazing. And it is the reason I think Doctor Who stays as fresh as it does. Is that like no doctor stays longer than you know four or five years anymore? Um, they rotate the companions out every two three years. It's it's fresh because the the the, the faces keep changing. I just wish and you know and a lot of today's shows are killing characters, kind of to do the, you know the same sort of thing you know make you attach and then destroy it and make you f have feels about that. Um, I I'm kind of not so much into the killing character shows personally, but uh, um, what what are your thoughts on 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 I guess Doctor Who and these, these shows that are, you know, disposable characters, like you don't get to see the characters through the full runs anymore. I like it. I mean, again, I got sister involved. She got me involved in Xena, so I've started getting her watching Doctor Who. Are you up to season two now? Or... I watched two seasons, yeah. You've watched two seasons because you know I'm a big Chris Eccleston fan. Mm. Um, <laughs> I was growing up around the time it was cancelled in 1989, Sylvester McCoy, and they canned it. They said, you know, pull it, pull it, okay. So I kind of missed out on having a doctor per se, because you know everyone grows up with a doctor, so it's gone. The TV movie was uh, not that great, but it's still considered canon. So 2005 comes along, Chris Eccleston, I think he does a fantastic job. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves because at the time when he came back, the storyline was he's the last of the Time Lords. He um, he is the last of his people, the Daleks, he's the last ones. So he has to portray that character. And you were saying how it changes. The personality of the Doctor changes as well. And his personality was a lot darker. It was more, yeah. you know, I've just lost everybody. And in episode two, there's that moment at the end when Rose, the Lady Cassandra is, spoiler alert if anyone hasn't seen it, I'm sorry, is about to die. And Rose turns to him and says, save her. And he's like, everything dies. And I don't think any other Doctor would have done that. That's unique to his personality because he has had that suffering. He knows everything has his time. In the episode Dalek, he's ready to, you know, exterminate that Dalek. I look at Ten and, and Smith and Capaldi, I don't think they would have done that. And just, ah, oh, it's it's great that, as you said, it's fresh. You have one or two seasons, new Doctor comes in, new personality, new companion, new, new ideas for new writers, and it gets writers an opportunity as well, because again, the story benefits overall. I love it. I would have liked to have seen Eccleston do at least one more season, and like I, I liked him. Um, he's he's not my favorite Doctor Tenet is for me, but um, yeah. you know, I I think he was good enough to stick around, and I would have liked to have seen what he's done. Because I'll be honest with you, with the exception of Tenet, and and I'll give Eccleston a pass. Uh, well, I guess let's just make this simpler. I didn't like Smith for three years, and I didn't like Capaldi for two. Um, I liked Capaldi in the last series. Of course, now he's leaving, and I didn't like Smith until his third series. So, that, some of these guys, I think they just got to take a couple of, of of series to kind of you know get into the character. I think they all have their own take, and they want it to be bold and strong. But then they realize the character isn't super bold or super strong, and they evolve as the story evolves. I mean, you know, yeah, they they hit the big retcon button there, in, in, in at one point. Um, which I won't dive too much deeper into that since there there are spoilers to be said in that world. But, yeah. Um, I I I I've I've enjoyed that one, but I like the Game of Thrones, the Twenty Fours. I don't. For me, that's not my jam. That's not my thing. Disposable characters, shows. Meh. 
I like to get attached to characters personally. I agree. So. Yeah, it is nice to have a doctor like Ten and stick around for four seasons. The question, question though, you, you say you didn't like Smith or uh, Capaldi. Was that more the actor, or the, maybe the, the scripts weren't that great? Because I don't think they had the best scripts at the time either. It could be either or. I, I found both of them were playing um, like Capaldi was too dark for me. He was too okay. too harsh when he Fair started nice. but by the last season I actually think he'd he'd mellowed into the kind of doctor I can enjoy um, I, I found Smith super sarcastic like too sarcastic for the first couple of seasons and uh, <laughs> what's going on Terrell? <laughs> what's she doing? Yeah, it was all good my grandmother just came home and didn't know I was podcasting <laughs> oh okay hello just... sorry <laughs> Like, is there a willy-willy in her backyard? Okay. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I think you hit the nail on the head with Capaldi because when he started, it was he was kind of like, you know, old man, grandpa, get off my lawn kind of thing. It was just like, really? That's that that's your character? Um, no, with Matt Smith, uh, no, I took a, l- a little bit longer to get with him as well simply because it was almost like his character was suffering from like part-time amnesia like he kept forgetting everything half the time and then he'd suddenly remember it later on so like he'd be like right there in the middle of this really big thing event going on and he's more concerned with calming somebody down than being like um your ass is about to be lit on fire in about three seconds so <laughs> it's like don't calm the person down get him the hell out <laughs> But anyways, I think that probably that also had to do with script writing at the same time. Yeah, I, I never know how much of it is the actor, how much of it is Moffat, how much of it is, you know, do they bring in new writers when they have a new doctor? Um, I, I, I never quite know, but I always find it takes a year or two for them to get their feet wet. Um, but anyway, rehash. Let's talk video games. Zazu, talk to us about your favorite video games. Um, my favorite video games are definitely point-and-click adventures, old-school ones and yes. a few new ones, but I'm not a fan of the completely new format they have now. So my favorites are the old-school LucasArts games and some others like the Runaway series, the Broken Sword series and Siberia and stuff like that. Did you ever play any of the Sierra point-and-clicks? Yeah, I did. Some of them. <laughs> they they were they I was so obsessed with those. Um, King's Quest help. was great. I I never uh, played Space Quest because that's my thing with with sci-fi. I think <laughs> I'm more the fantasy person than the sci-fi person, so right. I preferred the King's Quest. <laughs> now King's Quest was good. Police Quest was good. Space Quest was was very. It was more of joking. It was there was nothing serious about Space Quest at all. I mean, you're 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 a, a janitor named Roger Wilco. I mean, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just kind of ridiculous. Um, and uh, and how about yourself, Welshie? What are what are what are your video game jams? Well, again, um, Zena, you've seen a pattern emerge. Big sister is trying to mold her little brother, and I've been playing a lot of point and click games myself. Um, Black Mirror, uh, Journey. Not the journey down. What's the one called I'm playing now, sis? The journey? Journey down. down. That's the one. Journey down. Love it. Monkey Island. But again, Mass Effect. I love that trilogy. It's ah, I loved it. And I know it got a bad reputation towards the end. It sort of people didn't like Mass Effect three, but it didn't sour the whole trilogy for me. I loved it. It was, yeah, spoke to me. 
I, I, you know, I agree. You know, three obviously. I think two was super strong, and and that was the problem. Was it was so good that three. I mean, I think they could have done some better work with some of the character development. Like, I stayed loyal to to my romantic interest through all three, and at the end, she she was very boring. And I was like, really? You were super good in the first two, and now you were actually so good in the first one, because I, I think it was the era I was, I, I romanced. And the ah. second one, I had to get a DLC to continue that 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 on, and then in the uh, the third one, she was just kind of boring, which I don't understand why, but... Um, the game itself was good. I, I, I liked the three as well. I'm still playing Andromeda. I've been getting motion sickness on the whatever Mako 2.0 is called, the Nomad, I think. Oh, God, yeah. It makes me... It's, I get too, too motion sick. I'm on a planet whose gravity isn't quite normal, so I'm really oh, floating great. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's getting to me. But uh, um, I'm, I'm trying big, to get... Big, go on. No, no, I'm just a big fan of Mass Effect as, as well. I'm trying to get Zazu obviously to play Mass Effect, but she's not a massive space fan, so it, we, we'll get there. It'll, it'll, you know, it's give and take. Out of all the games you've seen Felicia play, what is your favorites? Oh, Life is Strange, sis. Yeah. Probably, because mm. again, I started playing Life is Strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so entertaining. Same. <laughs> Same. It's still a story. It, it, it still blows my mind that somebody that I know is a voice in that. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, Dave, do you want to do this podcast? She goes, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm like, we may want to talk about, you know, Life is Strange a little bit. She goes, oh, that's fine. That's great. Let's do it. And we were actually going to bring up the strike on the show, but we just forgot about it. We got talking about other things. And, uh, um, Funny, you know, you mentioned the, the strike. The strike finally just ended. Yes. I think it was I today saw, or I, yesterday. Yeah, I saw her yeah. tweet. You know, it was yesterday. I saw her tweet specifically about it. And she posted a picture from Life is Strange to go with the tweet at the same time. So I was like, yes! Yeah, she, she's been really good about not... I mean, her character, I don't think, is in the prequel. Um, other characters were. And uh, she's had a pretty, you know, good point of view about it. It's like, you know, even if they ask them, they can't really be a part of it until the strike's over. Because if they do, that they're basically, you know, null and voiding the, pur the purpose of the strike. So now that it's over, I'm hoping... Um, there will be more Life is Strange's in the future that may have some of the original uh, voice cast actors. And uh, I, I mean, I know Day would love to go back and, and play her character again, or characters again. And um, I'm, I'm sure, uh, is it Holly? Haley? Oh, I don't remember her name. Hannah? Hannah, thank you. Hannah, um, I know she really wants to um, as well. So, and, and you know, Hannah's obviously... Uh, a major, major character in that in that series. So, uh, I thought it was really cool. I liked the concept of it. I personally haven't played it, but uh, Tara, what what was what was your experience with Life is Strange? Uh, the the prequel because I just started the prequel or the original one. Let's go with the original game. All right, let's go with the original. Um, yeah, it was something so different because I love choice games. I've talked about it before in the past. I absolutely just love them. The idea that you get an entirely different experience sometimes without even realizing it you think that it's actually part of the game then you talk to someone else and they're like yeah no uh i i actually uh killed kate <laughs> accidentally um but no i think what i love most about it was not only were the fantasy elements of the whole rewinding time so you can make another choice which is something very very unique because if you look at beyond and the walking dead once you make that poor choice like that is it you have to replay that whole episode again to try and change it um but yeah and, and i think that's what made it special and 
towards the end, I won't spoil it too much, I'm assuming most people watched it on Felicia's stream, but where she's in this kind of hell-like dimension and it turns into this real sordid murder mystery, it just it had so many different elements from fantasy to gritty murder to a beautiful love story or friendship story, depending on how you play it. <laughs> depending on which night. way you go with Chloe. Yeah, we were up, but because um, that was the week, the weekend uh, that episode five was released, uh, we were going to MCM for the second time in October 2015. So we said to Zazu, right, we're going to get up at 3 a.m. We're going to play this. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> got up and we were just there, 3 a.m., playing Life is Strange to complete it before we went to MCM so we could geek <laughs> out about it. Brilliant. <laughs> so that's why yeah. we used to being up so late anyway, because we're just up late playing video games. Silly like dating it, sims. Yeah. Oh, if I didn't have a nine to five, I'd be there with you. I actually much prefer going oh. to bed at the you know one to two o'clock hours. And I, last night after the uh, the super geeked up, I I couldn't unwind, and I was I was up till about two thirty, three thirty, or three in the morning, and then my alarm goes off at seven. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> I was Snooze. not I was not the best version of myself today. Ah. Um, but uh, Mr. Joey. Hi. You ready? I don't have any rapid fire. <laughs> I've been a little bit too uh, enveloped, but not, but not on purpose. Um, maybe I can pull something out of my butt. No phrasing. I tell you what, how about I play my game first and then you can do your rapid fire if you'd sure. like. Game, game, yeah, game. game. Ooh, game. Yeah, okay. That'll give you some time. Alrighty, my lovelies. I think we'll continue with our the Rockbusters because I think that's quite amusing. If you're cool with that, they have been um, waiting to play Google Feud and they have <laughs> been practicing. Hey, we've been revising um, all the answers for Google, right? Right, says <laughs> they've been upvoting their things. All, <laughs> of, up all of Google, <laughs> all of Google, and Yahoo, and Ask Jeeves, and all of them. So you know. Well, you were so oh, committed man. to cheating. Ask That's Jeeves. amazing. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard of that in so long. We researched it <laughs> just because in case Tyrolin threw us a wobbly, you know, and decided to go with Ask Jeeves instead. <laughs> Tyrolin's got willy willies and they've got wobblies. Oh, yes. <laughs> a willy wobbly. A willy willy. Yes. Or a wobbly willy. A willy. <laughs> oh, God. You have willy willies, don't you, <laughs> in Welshland? Willy wobbly uh, on the Cyclone Factory. <laughs> We definitely don't have any willy willies in Welshland, in I can promise you. Welshland. Yeah. Sorry, Felicia said that word. once. It's fine, you know. Did she really? Yeah, on stream. Okay, it's, it's Wales and Deutschland, not, not Welshland. No, Welshland's a magical land. We'll go with that. I'm okay with Welshland. We'll have second breakfast. <laughs> okay, I, I like the, the new game. Sorry. We could play Google Feud. Okay, I'm, like I'm happy game. either way. Do you want to do Google Feud? I can get Google Feud up. I'm happy either way. Your call, sis. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, yep. Dun, dun, we'll go for it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so what are we doing? New game or Google Feud? <laughs> Let's go for the new one then. Well, okay, we'll try the new one. Okay, see how you go. And then if it's a disaster, I will whip up Google Feud. Hey, you know what? Let's do both oh. and let Joey off a week of rapid fire. How about that? All right, that let's do that. That okay. actually sounds good. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with the new one. So um, we've done this for the last two episodes, I think. And it's where I give you a cryptic clue and you have to try and guess the band or artist. So, for example, if I say exploding kitten and give you the initials Atomic AK. Kitten. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just like that. These ones are a little bit... Um, 
a little bit more cryptic. Okay. Your first one. Oh, yes. At the moment, this river is full of logs. At the moment, this river is full of logs. JT. Justin Timberlake. Yes! Dude, you're good. You you said JT, I mean. (laughs) That's the only one I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) How did you do that? I'll just hide my Justin Timberlake posters here and now it's fine. JT's automatically Justin Timberlake for you. Okay. Well, well, well artist, um, hang on, sis. Hang on now. Which other artist do you know that's JT? Yeah, that's Come so true. Jethro um, Tull? Sorry. G- mm, Jerry yeah. Tom Domna. <laughs> okay, number two. <laughs> I've got three other shirts just like this one. I've got three other shirts just like this one. FT. FT. I've got three other shirts just like this one. FT. I know singing doesn't help, but yeah. No. Think of, um, what's what's another word for shirt? Hemd. Oh, no, that's German. Never mind. Sorry, I'm learning German as well, so every time you say shirt, I think hemmed. Um, sh- oh. uh, 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 top? Yep. Oh. So that's your, your T, so FT. Top, FT, three. I know I've got... Th- now, now let's do maths. I've got three other shirts just like this one. Five? No. <laughs> Close. <laughs> the maths is 15, so wrong. 15 top. 40 top. Um, <laughs> four top. Four top, yeah. The four tops. Oh, I'm one digit four out. Top. Yeah, four top. I only got it because she was talking through it. I'm like, okay, brain, durable, let's go. Armageddon. Do maths. It's the four top. Okay, tops. this one's... um. <laughs> your third and last one is a little ridiculous. Okay, so you have to kind of... Okay, all right. The Jamaican needs aspirin. Why is that? The Jamaican needs aspirin. Why is that? So when you think of it, try and think of the answer in a Jamaican accent. And the initials are FP. The Jamaican needs aspirin. Why is that? FP. Oh, God. We're going to get some very racist answers to (laughs) No, 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 no. No, accents oh, aren't racist. Not from us. No, no, no I'm just, I just, just it's, it's speaking in a Jamaican accent, which we need to do, it's going to happen. Um, I apologize to all my Jamaican friends for this. <laughs> I haven't got a single clue. No. Despite the clue you've given. All right, you need help? <laughs> okay. It's, um, it's an odd one. It's free to pain. Like free the pain, free the Jamaican pain. needs yeah, aspirin. Okay. Free, free oh, the pain, geez. yeah. Oh, like yeah, I, I it's a hard even, one. I didn't even know that was a band. Free the pain. Yeah, free the pain. Oh god. <laughs> so Google feud. <laughs> Google feud. Oh, I have a riddle first. I have a riddle, okay? Yes. Because this one, oh, really frustrated me. So now I want you all to be as frustrated as I. Okay. Wait, I just got to remember what it was. Okay. Oh my god. There are. There are. Th- <laughs> There are 30 cows. (laughs) There are 30 cows, 28 chickens. How many didn't? What was the last sentence? (laughs) There are 30 cows, 
28 chickens. How many didn't? 10. You bastard. <laughs> is it the whole play on words you... that, that out of the yeah, 38 cows, 28 of them chickened out? Joey, this took me a freaking hour to work out. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> remind me never that is to, so irritating. Remind me never to do the, you know, what? you know, how do you spell the word I, and then how do you spell I, you know, what is E-Y-E-S spell, and every time the video is like, yes. Oh, I know, and everyone's like, uh, E-O's, and I was like, no, it's I's. <laughs> Expl- I'm sorry, Did old man brain. No, yeah. Oh, okay. Joey. So it sounds like twenty-eight is in like the number twenty-eight, but it's actually twenty A T E. Oh. So twenty-eight. Oh. Yeah. Took me years. <laughs> the humans will How be like, "What? Okay. These siblings are so silly, stupid." Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no. I, it's offensive, right? <laughs> the old guy didn't get, get it either. So. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Balls. All right. Just uh, give me. A- moment to get this up google feud we can just edit this out while i in the meantime joey has one question he'd like to ask both of you yes it's a very 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 important question very important question the fate of the world depends upon your answer your mission should you choose to accept it and you better oh i know that reference how freaking awesome is toronto gal do you want to go first on that one, sis, or...? Well, I need a moment to... Uh, yeah, yeah you know, it, um, yeah, she, 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 you know, she's, she's all right, yeah, uh, you know. She's on your boob. Uh, she's on my... She... <laughs> she's, For context. She's... <laughs> Please yeah, explain. Yeah, you know, she's... She's all right, yeah. So we don't so, hear very much of her these days. That's when you know you we, when you said Trump to go. We we didn't know who you t- you know it's, it could have been anyone. It was yeah. For those not not watching, well, she's got a Toronto gal pin right on his breast, if you will. Yeah, for the <laughs> so the I'm the right. icon, the Toronto girl does board icon. So Zazu uh, has one of themselves. She made them for MCM. Bless. Oh, very cool. Was it? Matthias that showed up at uh, San Diego with the hat? Was it Matthias? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Pansy. Such a yeah. cool hat. Such a cool hat. Yeah. He um he did the Ryan E.T. Uh, you can see just about possibly on that picture he's got the Ryan E.T. hat on there. Emoticon. Uh, I don't know if yes. you can see it actually. It's the stick. I've seen it. Sort of. Yep. Yep. I can see it. Yeah, Toronto Gal, um, as of late, she has been extremely busy uh, with work in real life uh, that she hasn't been able to get into the the Twitch channels and she's only able to get on Twitter so much uh, just because, you know, life has taken over like it has for a lot of people, but she is always trying to, you know, make her presence known. But if we ever need to know where in the world is Toronto Gal 80, just look for well, she's nipple. Just look for my left boob. She's there. (laughs) <laughs> she's not I like in Toronto. Like Toronto think I've got she's a, on your boob, yeah. <laughs> I like to think I've got it close to my heart rather than my boob because my, my left hand side but there. It's it's. We we actually had a nice little rhyme set up, but we we buggered that up, didn't we, sis? No, we, <laughs> di- we don't. Let's do it. <laughs> Should we do, do it? The, Have you got it do there? The thing. Yeah. Have you got on it on Discord. you? Yeah. Are you on Discord? Yeah. Yeah. Ready? 
Joyce, uh, no, wait, three, two, one. There's no way she's who. Well, come on, you can't. You, you, I see this as you punking me now. You're making me do it myself, aren't you? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I can see you thought, yes, I'll just sit here and let little brother look like a muppet. I can see it. That's Send fine. No problem. Uh, sorry? Welcome to Eurovision 2018. <laughs> this, no, this, hap this happens every time. In London, we had a toast machine, right? This, this, We were in the hotel and there was this toast machine that's like a conveyor belt. Neither of us knew how to work it. So she said, oh, you go first. You know what you're doing. And I'm like, what? I really thought you would know because yeah, I thought yeah. maybe it's a British toaster. <laughs> Brit knows what kind of British toaster has a conveyor belt? <laughs> I've got a it? tiny little flat. <laughs> you put the toast on, the toast goes across, and then it flops I just down and asked comes back him out. If he knew how to how to use it, and he was like, "You are trolling me, sister." Yes, the door, the, the blinking train door in 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 Denmark when we didn't know how to open the damn door. Do you remember? Yeah, I didn't know either. So. I know, but you let me go first again to muck up my bit. <laughs> oh my god, I have to come visit you guys. <laughs> you guys are amazing. You are welcome anytime, well, Joe. We will look forward depends, to The doors in in Danish trains are very, very strange. Very strange because they're have tall. To, you have to wave to open them. Like that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the lady's the other side going like this, and we're like, what's she pointing at? And she's trying to tell us to wave at the beam at the top, and we're like, pressing the damn thing, like, moving it, and... Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just awful. And we told Tunny, and she, because we visited Tunny, God bless. Hi, Tunny. Wave to Tunny, sister. Even though she can't Hi, see you. She cannot see um, me. <laughs> it doesn't matter, we're still waving. We, we said that to Tunny, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's common. Not common to us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to write a character for you. Seriously, this is great. <laughs> I told, like, we actually said this before you joined. <laughs> you gotta yeah. give them a character on oh, Rome. I, I am gonna give you a character on Rome FM. You don't even have a choice. You've got to do this. <laughs> oh, God. Well, chaotic sibling characters, I think. Uh, oh, God. Have you got yes. the, the, the poem now, sis? <laughs> All right, Daryl. I'll bring us into Google View. Sorry. Okay. No, oh, good. Oh, really? Wow. Um, let's just do one round. How does Google autocomplete this query? Hillary Clinton looks like. Hillary Clinton looks like. Uh, yeah, did you train for this one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really, an American oh, yes, politic question with one American on, the, on this group. <laughs> I like her, but I would say a man, maybe. Mm. A man? Okay, sure. She look like a man. I didn't say she yeah, looks like a man. No? Maybe people Googled, Googled it. it. So, yeah. Apparently they didn't. Oh. Damn. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I say that Hillary Clinton looks like a Google feud herself. Oh. <laughs> you seriously want me to put that in? That's, that's way <laughs> meta. <laughs> Leave off but the word herself, but put uh, a Google feud because I don't. I don't think herself would be added in there. Let him I'm have gonna it. put herself. Do you want me to put it? Because Google feud won't come up. No, I'm I, gonna no, put. Just put, like, a, just put oh. a Google feud. Yeah, no. <laughs> it didn't come up. No. Zazu, you're up. I was thinking emails. What was it? Zazu, you got one. I said a man, but oh, oh yeah. you said yeah. a man. How about you, Welshie? What do you got? Hillary Clinton Reptilian. looks like my mum. I'll put my mom just in case. My mom or mum, yeah, mum. 
No. Oh my god. I would have said Bill Clinton if that's there. Okay. I. Oh my god. (laughs) The first one is Maddie Ziegler. You know the little dancer from Chandelier. Ah, She looks nothing like her. No. Okay. The second one. Is Harry Potter? What? No, no. What? No. Okay, the the third one, very seriously, Hillary Clinton looks like Yoda. <laughs> then we've got Sharon Stone. No. Oh God, no. This this one I I can kind of see. Hil- Hillary Clinton looks like Umbridge. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. I can kind. I think the personality a little bit. Uh, Hillary Clinton looks like a clown. Oh. Hillary, yeah, Hillary Clinton looks like Saw. Saw? Hil- oh, man. Saw, yeah. As, as in Jigsaw, the but they just said Saw? Yeah, like S-A-W. As a Saw. A Saw. No. Hillary Clinton looks like Martin Short. No, she doesn't. God, Hillary Clinton. He was. Oh, I love. I, I saw him live. He came to Australia when I was nineteen. Front row, best experience ever. Marty Short is so, like he was in his sixties and so energetic. Oh, he's definitely. touring right now with Steve Martin. They do uh, two man shows. Oh, cool. oh, that'd be good. Mm. He's such a good entertainer. And the last two, we've got Hillary Clinton looks like Tom Petty and Doctor Evil. All right, wow. we need one more. Just one more. Yeah, that was one more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what I should have said? This silly looks like a dodo. That's what we should have said. I know it's not in yes. there, but, you know. Okay, how does Google autocomplete this query? My eyes look. Red. My eyes look. Ooh. Red. Nope, they do not look red. Tired. What? What? Coming in at number eight, tired for 3,000 points. Dead. Zazu. <laughs> Stoned. Stoned. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of goes along rounds of red. No, I would have thought that would be in there. Yeah, no. Well, she. My, my eyes look crossed, as in cross-eyed. Mm. We lose, okay, for 10,000 points. At number one, my eyes look dead. That's what Joey said, so we got to give Joey credit on that one. I thought, I thought you said red. I said dead. I, he said red. I, I said red. He said dead. I He's don't red. think, I didn't think I, I didn't. I was he, trying to give our tired? guests the chance to answer, that's all. But Joey did well, not tired. <laughs> no, Joey said tired. No, he did said tired like... first, and then he said dead second. Did I have like a lapse in time? Because I do not remember that. Yep, you did. Okay. Okay, I suck. Okay, That's Joey, it. you no win. One. So 10,000 points, dead. Uh, then we've got weird, black, yellow, mm. old, droopy, sad, tired, different, and sunken. They have oh. yellow and black, but they don't have red. <laughs> Come on. Well, because everybody, everybody has that issue and, and it's common, you know. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Uh, let's start with Zazu. Uh, where can we find you on the interwebs so you can tell people and they can follow you and your awesomeness? Um, I'm, I am I taught my brother how to te- say that word, so now I have to say it myself. Um, I'm <laughs> Mumian Hunt on Twitter. That's uh, the German word for mummy hand from the Buffy episode. Ah. Um, and I'm Zazu80 everywhere else. So. How about you, Welshy? I am just Welshy on Twitter and Angry Welsh Gamer on Twitch. 
and most other places. All right, and I'm going to let you guys talk about uh, what Anna means to you. And, and I'm going to start with Zazu because uh, I know Anna means quite a bit to you. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, we became mods um, for Anna's Geek Fleet, I think. How long ago, brother? Two years? Uh, I've only been a mod about a year and a half, but you've been a mod think, since, yeah, yeah since she was partnered, I think. Years. And um, we met her in 2015 at MCM as well where she never got in <laughs> so she yeah. got tickets and she never got to MCM but oh, she got wow. to meet a lot of fleet people um, and um, yeah I managed to manage her socials for a bit the you were her dodo Facebook assistant and yeah do you remember yeah, that quote she said assistant. do you remember what she said she said you are her tea girl Remember? That's true. That's true. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Or T-Girl is Felicia Zazu, I think she said. It was something like that. Well, nobody's T-Girl, though. <laughs> no, nobody's T-Girl. I know that. T-Girl is T-Girl, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but... Yeah, and she became a good friend, and the fleet mods and the fleet community became very good friends and family. So, means a lot to me. The Geek, the geek Fleet is one of my uh, kind of favorite adjacent communities within, and a um, bunch of incredibly cool people, you guys uh, definitely included. And, and uh, I, I, I would watch Anna more if she didn't stream during my work day. Um, it is, it, it's difficult. She, she has the same work hours as I do. <laughs> so I, I do jump in usually from time to time for a little bit, or I listen to her more than I watch her because I can hide windows that way. But um, Anna, Anna's a great streamer. I, we, we loved having her as a guest. We'd love to have her back. And... Um, you guys are great representatives of her community. Uh, Tierlin, talk to us just really quickly about Realm FM before we shut this thing down. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what this Realm FM is. You got these weird, strange okay. recordings right. coming through, yeah. and like this girl sounds like me. I'm really confused. Well, you're confused. She's calling my computer. What do you? How do you think I'm feeling? I was hoping you knew a little bit more since you apparently sound the same. Yeah, so I think she just—I think she's obsessed with me, and I think she's just trying to copy my awesomeness, essentially. Uh, no, so what it is? So <laughs> let's jump out of the storyline. Realm FM is um, my, my book is coming out under the same name in December. It was originally written as a screenplay. So what we're doing—it's just a six-episode little promotional podcast and I'm trying to get as many humans and other authors and other actors involved as possible have so many different guests and it's all scripted um, but I do like to improv a lot because that's fun and we've already had the wonderful Jerry on board with the beautiful beautifully because, muddled accent because from what I understand you know Pat sounds like he goes from Irish to, Mrs. to Welsh to Australian to Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> you, know, you never really know what you're going to get <laughs> oh my god when i when i listened to the they're coming for us amy and there's no escape i lost it oh my god you you have to if you haven't listened to it yet please do just for that one little bit because you'll wet your pants <laughs> <laughs> yes Zazu, what can i do for you so maybe we should uh answer the Tiger question again. Sure, go <laughs> because ahead. Because that oh, was uh, such a disaster. <laughs> so I will just answer normally, not in a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, tell us about what Tiger means to um, you, uh, Zazu. 
Yeah, as I said, I um, did some community work for Anna and the fleet and stuff. And so I know that's a lot of work and that's uh, fun work to do, but that's also yeah, a hard job. And Tigel yep. is the most amazing person doing that. So yeah, she's so welcoming to everyone. And when I first was in chat uh, 2014, she was the reason I stayed because she's welcoming and nice to everyone and she knows exactly how to welcome people into a community and keep the thing going so she's amazing <laughs> so many well, cool nice. ones as well yeah just so many cool ones you mean you got binky chisley jack J jack done us a made us a drawing where's the drawing the, she, she, she did us this cool honestly this is awesome from jack oh wow I mean, there's so many artists in Human. You, you got um, Garuda, Sukail, Tani, John West, John West, and Jack is up yeah. there. There's just so many cool people in Team Human that, oh, they should all come on you. Nat and Tastrophis, you know, she's awesome. There's awesome people. But T-Girl, yeah, I can't, I can't add to what Zazu said. Spot on. She's the heart of the community and the glue that keeps us all together. And on that, I think we'll shut this one down. I want to thank uh, Tyrolyn, Joey, Zazu, and Welshy for joining us here. You guys were absolutely outstanding. Please keep the two of you doing things. You are absolutely hilarious, and uh, I hope we get to see you guys again soon. Until next time, guys, take care. You can find Blair on Twitter at Blair Beverage, Webisode Watch, and Hoopod. His Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Beverage, where he streams Friday evenings at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. You can also find him on YouTube, just search his name, that's him. Finally, you can catch him playing the Goblin Shaman in the web series Basic Adventuring 101, which can be found on basicadventuring101.com. You can find Joey on Twitter at joeycouture underscore, because someone already stole it. On YouTube as Joey Couture, and you can also find him on Etsy, Joey Couture Geek Chic. You can find Tyrolyn at Tiz Thunder on Twitter, Tyrolyn Puxty on YouTube, Tyrolyn Puxty on Facebook, and I'm pretty much floating around everywhere. T-Y-R-O-L-I-N-P-U-X-T-Y. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.